No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. Good afternoon and good evening, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you are. It's Wednesday night, and you're live with another edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I hope you had a good couple of days, because I certainly did. And we have got so much to get through and so little time. And when I say we've got so much to get through, I have got so much to get through. There is no way that we're going to get through all of this. We can't get through it, Captain. It's not going to happen. We won't get to the end of the rundown. We won't get to the end of the prep list that I have for today. Just letting you know, it's going to be a to-be-continued kind of thing. So you're going to have to tune in on Friday to see the rest of what I have for you. But what I have for you tonight is going to be fun nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Uh, oh, of course. Uh, don't forget, cheap box wine. Cheap, bland, brand, no-name crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast, by the way, here at 8pm. And it's always been 8pm. The show has always been on at 8pm, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you for joining us. Uh, If you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's proceedings, there are a couple of ways you can do so. You can head to streamlabs.com slash boogie bumper. Or you can get some of those sweet lemons and leave those soury little suckers in my succulent fruit bowl. Or you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash boogie bumper and uh they gave you they give you an option like you don't have to buy a coffee you can choose a beer instead so you know obviously in order to play up the stereotype hey g'day mate yeah oh yeah mate yep i go out and have sex with the crocodiles i do in order to play up that stereotype i have in fact changed it to a beer so if you'd like to buy me a beer then you can go to, you have to go to the coffee place to buy a beer though, which is kind of I know it's a little confusing. So you go to buymeacoffee.com slash boogie bumper and then you choose buy boogie a beer. So I hope you I hope you make your way through that. I'll just have a cup of coffee. Beer it is. <laughs> no, I said coffee. Beer. Coffee. Beer. C O B E. Coffee. Beer it is. No, I said coffee. Beer. Coffee. Beer. C-O-B-E. So if you want to buy me a beer, a B-E-E beer, B-E-B, B-E-E, B-E-E-R, beer. If you'd like to buy me a beer, go to buymeacoffee.com slash bumper and buy me a fucking beer. So, ladies and gentlemen, Uh, So much to get through tonight. We are going to have to cover... I'm going to cover White Boy Summer. I found out about White Boy Summer like two weeks. I've been so out of the loop. I found out about it like two weeks after it started, which is a shame because, you know, on this show, I like to to know these weird little trends that are going to be, you know, problems. (laughs) I, I like to map future outrage cycles, and we've nailed a few of them. You know what I mean? We've 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 managed to get a couple of these outrage um, campaigns in their infancy, and then watch it blossom and grow, and then eventually die, like every parent should, of their children. 
So, you know, it's been one of those things. So I missed out on White Boy Summer and I was just like, I was, it was like I was on the way to work or something and I threw on a random podcast and ROTC came on and they covered White Boy Summer. I'm like, hang on, what is this White Boy Summer? And then, like I said, this is a couple, couple of weeks later and then uh, I found out that Mersh was covering it on Nightwave as well. So I was like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> so then now since then I've been investigating White Boy Summer and it's good because I think that Chet Hanks has inadvertently created um, an inflection point. Like, for example, remember, on on a different scale though, remember um, Islam is right about women, right? Remember how that one sentence, that one thing just sent people into conniption fits because you know, their look on the world is not logical in any way, shape or form, nor is it principled. So their principles are whatever suits the a particular person at any given time, it's always fluid. So they didn't know what to think of that because if you're against that, then you must be against Islam. But if you're for that, then uh, what are you, some kind of racist, bro? What are you suggesting? Are you suggesting women don't like Islam? That's pretty racist, man. That sounds xenophobic if you ask me. You know what I mean? So they're kind of stuck. So White Boy Summer is in the similar vein to that. Uh, what else have we've also got? We've got some protests. It's, it's been a while since we've covered any protesting, so I'm very, very much looking forward to covering what's been going on in the last 48 hours um, with some mostly peaceful protests. And if we can combine the two, you know, obviously, mostly peaceful white boy summer, isn't that what we really want? Think about it. Isn't that the perfect phrase to sum up what we all want in summertime? A mostly peaceful white boy summer. I mean, it's just, just meant to be. Yeah, Jim Edward, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that one too. It's okay to be white. That was the, But that one was a little too um, triggery simply because you say white in it and that's why you know white boy summer is starting to it's starting to they're starting to pick up conversations as to why white boy summer is problematic you know one of our favorite words on the show it's a very problematic phrase Happy Hanukkah, my nigga. Hey. Oh, sinister charlie pipped five dollars thank you sir i got my stimmy hey, nice. i heard i should give some of it to an australian mm. i might have been drunk you might have been drunk Oh, of course. See, when Americans get drunk, you know, we whisper in their ears, hey, maybe it'd be a good idea. Haven't you always wanted an Australian friend? You always wanted an Australian friend. You know what they appreciate? Why don't you go up to that bar right now and buy, buy your new best friend a beer? Why don't you do that, mate? Why? Wow, that sounds like a really good idea, Chief. It really it sure does. I would love an Australian friend. Go on. Up you go, mate. There you, there you go, mate. There you go. <laughs> Full strength, by the way. None of that, that low-carb shit, please. So thank you very much. Thank you for the stimmy money. Uh, Minister of Fun with the diamond. Olivia Newton-John had a nice white boy summer. She certainly did. Great reference. A little bit of Grease reference there. <laughs> Fantastic. Like, that's that white boy summer. If it's leather jackets and hot rods and pretty blonde girls in polka dot dresses, I am all for that shit. Any day of the week. Like I said on the uh, previous show, I feel like I was born in the wrong era. I should have been, like, in my late teens, early 20s, in, like, 1958. You know what I mean? Just too young to, to die in World War II, but old enough to enjoy the fruits of winning the war, you know? 
when production was through the roof because Europe, all the European factories were bombed and destroyed. So, you know, Australia, the UK, the United States, the, especially the United States, they basically had the contract to rebuild the world and they got very, very, they were very, 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 very prosperous times for the citizens of the United States in the aftermath of that because of that scenario economically. So that would have been a beautiful time to be alive. Hot dogs, um, those drive-in diners where the girls come up to you on roller skates. Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. In like the little netball skirts and stuff. Fucking what? Why aren't we still doing this? You know, the, because, you know why? Because we're so fucking stupid. We live in a time now when to have girls bring out a burger and fries to you in the car park on roller skates in a little netball skirt with, you know, uh, ponytails or, you know, what's the two? What do you call it? I don't know. The handlebars <laughs> with handlebar haircuts, you know, blonde, you know, hey, there you go, sir. There you go, daddy-o, <laughs> right? If they were doing that now, they would say that that's exploitation and it's sexist and it perpetuates misogynist views of waitresses. Waitresses have become fetishized and this is uh, acutely serious for the Latino community because so many, pigtails, thank you. And so, because so many of the, you know, the Latino hardworking undocumented migrants end up waitressing and this is, um, you know, putting them at risk of rape. I'm not joking. I, I sincerely think that would be the conversation. Which is, you know, kind of fair enough. We deserve this, I guess. But then I laugh because I think to myself, well, that that restaurant, which um, is brutalizing the image of women and the psyche of women by having them ride roller skates to bring burgers out to cars, that would ultimately be closed down and replaced with a strip club where women, you know, will suck your dick for $50 in between going out to the car park and having Coke hits. <laughs> That's fine. That's empowerment there. But you know, we can't allow we can't allow these pretty girls not to fuck people, not to fuck their customers. What if we came up with some kind of consensus, like some halfway? So we'll have um, the pretty girls on the roller skates bringing out the burgers to the people waiting in the car. But then we'll also allow them to sell sexual favors as long as they do it discreetly, of course. So they can do it discreetly as though they were cheap whores in a shitty strip bar. But you know. <laughs> But we can meet halfway. Everybody wins, I guess. I don't know. It's hard to figure out sometimes. So before we get to any of that, ladies and gentlemen, I did want to bring you this story, which I think is very important. Um, last night I was at work and I, I just I just started thinking to myself about how uh, confronting and aggressive and troubling the January 6th insurrection was, ladies and gentlemen. I know, I know you probably thought you've heard enough of it, but just hear me out for a couple, if you would, if you would be so kind. Um, I was thinking about the January 6th, the insurrection, the riot, the capital riots, and, um, you know, just what a frightening and confronting experience it must have been for all those involved. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, we support, um, you know, women of colour in positions of power. Of course we do. So when Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez accused Ted Cruz of trying to have her murdered, um, I, I never thought that we would see government slip so low because obviously that's a very serious charge. Not something that you just kind of throw out there to, you know, to, to throw a little bit of chum in the in the corporate media water to get them all chewing on something. You know, draw their attention away. 
It wouldn't be something that you just flippantly throw out like that. So, of course, we took her seriously on this show, ladies and gentlemen. We definitely did. And I'm not even being sarcastic. Very serious issues. Very serious issues. So, I was thinking about this horrific, nightmarish scenario which saw people fearing for their lives whilst other politicians were trying to get them murdered. And then I saw this story earlier today and I thought, oh, that's interesting. I may as well bring it to the show. Pelosi says she would have put up a fight against Capital Mob, quote, I'm a street fighter. <laughs> I'm a street fighting man. Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, I would have put up a fight. I would have knocked that ass. I would have knocked his cracker ass out. <laughs> I would have kicked their ass. Let me at them. I can, I can imagine like Chuck Schumer and Jerry Nadler each on one arm of Nancy Pelosi holding, hold me back, motherfucker. Hold me back. I'm going to fuck this motherfucker up. Let me at him. Nancy Pelosi, I'm a street fighter. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says in a new interview that she would have put up a fight had she encountered rioters at the Capitol on January 6th. Uh, quote, I'm pretty tough. I'm a street fighter, she said. <laughs> While acknowledging that some rioters intended to harm her, quote, they would have had a battle on their hands. Old Nancy, can you imagine old Nancy, you know, kind of lunging and scratching at the chest of somebody in full camos with like a selfie stick? <laughs> they just whack her over, the donk her over the head with a selfie stick. Get out of here. What are you doing? I, I'll have you know that I can put up a fight. Well, I have you know that uh, Joseph Biden knows that uh, uh, we, uh, we will defend the capital at all costs. You know, I'm drunk all the time, so I can't really feel uh, the pain very much. So, uh, you know, I may not hit the hardest, uh, uh, but I definitely know how to take a punch. Pelosi joked that she had a weapon on her in the form of her stilettos, ladies and gentlemen. I would have had these, she said, while lifting up her foot. Show feet, Nancy. Uh, Pelosi, along with former Vice President Mike Pence, was one of the main targets of rioters who stormed the Capitol building on January 6th as Congress met to certify the election results. So there you go. It was obviously a very serious moment for Nancy Pelosi, who now jokes that she could have beaten off the crowd with her stiletto high heel. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would have put up a fight. I'm a street fighter. I would have taken off my shoe and, and stabbed them with it. Oh, okay. So I just thought I'd take a little flashback here <laughs> to really get in the mind, you know, to see just how dominant a figure Nancy Pelosi is on Capitol Hill. How she can just scare off, you know, this 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 fear. She she stares fear in the face. She jumps on that hand grenade, right? This is from January the 12th, ladies and gentlemen. Inside Pelosi's push to impeach Trump, this time it's personal. Ah, <laughs> oh, look, I could have just scared them away with my shoe. I would have just waved my stiletto at them. <laughs> well, I am a street fighter, Bob. As Speaker Nancy Pelosi was forced to huddle in a secret bunker during the Capitol riots. <laughs> I'm a street fighter. You know, I could have I could have chased them away. I, I had a weapon with me. I had my stilettos. Exactly, Foggy. She's so strong she called state police on someone so sh who shat on her driveway, yeah. 
As Speaker Nancy Pelosi was forced to huddle in a secret bunker, a secure bunker, pardon me, during the Capitol riots, several of her young aides spent hours sheltered under a conference table in the Speaker's suites. Not the first, not the first political employee to be under the conference table, let me tell you. The intern said, let's go hide under the conference table. And the, and the, and the senator said, not this again. <laughs> now is not the time. Control yourself, young lady. Wait wait until the potential active shooter situation is under control. Then get under the conference table. When Pelosi was reunited with her staff after the deadly siege at the Capitol, the Speaker didn't even have to ask, ladies and gentlemen. She could see the terror reflected in their eyes. She was able to look into their eyes and see deep into their soul and see that they have been traumatised, ladies and gentlemen. This was a very serious thing that occurred. And in fact, if people try to suggest that it wasn't this serious, that it wasn't life and death, um, I would be, you know, okay with them being placed on some kind of a, you know, I don't want to say watch list. How about a, a, you know, a preventative protective order of some kind? Let's just call it a list that people keep a watch of. Have them on there and as some kind of right-wing extremist, potential terrorist, white supremacist, obviously, that's just a tick of the box, straight out of the blocks. So if we could just move them onto that kind of categorization, that would be ideal. Pelosi says she would have put up a fight against Capital Mob. Quote, I'm a street fighter. Uh, quote, it's really hard to address this subject without getting emotional about it. This is Pelosi. I, you know, I, I, I just, I'm really struggling to put it into words how I feel right now. You know, I'm just... It's very confronting and emotional for me and my staff. I just, I, 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 I want to, I, I, I can't. I just, it's okay, Nancy. Take your time. Take your time, Mrs. Take your time, uh, Congresswoman Pelosi, please. Uh, we know you're going through a lot right now. This was a very traumatic experience for you. Pelosi says she would have put up a fight against Capital Mob. I'm a street fighter. Quote, well, I'm pretty tough. I'm a street fighter. They would have had a battle on their hands. And then she waves her shoe around and says, I would have had these. Her stilettos. She would have been able to beat them away with the stilettos. Uh, we are a family. Those were the words used on the caucus call over and over again, said Rep Madeline Dean from Pennsylvania who was among those members in the chamber. She recalled when Pelosi and other Democrats gathered by phone for the first time since the attack on an emotional caucus call. See, see, after something like this, there has to be now, there has to be a group session where you get together with the other politicians and just nut it out. You have to sit there and exchange feelings, talk about how awful everything is, how traumatic the experience was for you. Uh, Pelosi says she would have put up a fight against Capital Mob. Quote, I'm a street fighter. Pelosi is one of multiple Democrats on a three and a half hour call Friday. Oh, God. Could you imagine being on the phone with these people for three and a half hours? That is a fate worse than fucking death itself. Ugh. I would take the monitor stand and, you know, put my eyeball over it and then smash my face into the desk live on Zoom just to get out of it, just to punish them so they know what they did to me. This is your fault. You caused this. 
scar them for life if they expect me to be on a phone for, on a phone call for three and a half fucking hours talking about how we feel. Oh god. Thank you for running the country, though. By the way, Nancy Pelosi, you do such a fine job. Uh, she said, and I quote: "Some of the maintenance people call me mama." <laughs> that's Nancy, and that's this is Nancy back in January. Pelosi has repeatedly urged both lawmakers and staff to seek out mental health support. So this is how traumatic it was. After living through the, quote, horrific assault on the Capitol, including on another long call with her caucus on Monday, ladies and gentlemen. For Pelosi and many others, the images of Wednesday's violence are haunting. Rioters in tactical gear storming through the Capitol, ransacking officers, including her own, before turning on police, attempting to crush one in a doorway and dragging another from the building and beating him with a flagpole. That's one sentence. One sentence there from Politico. Fantastic. You know, what I love most about the corporate political media is they have, uh, they really care about their readers, you know. They really care about their readers and the reader's experience. It's, you know, it's not just about spewing out words in order to make yourself look good. They actually genuinely care about the whole point of journalism, which is to uh, help readers understand things, you know. So I'm glad, that they, I'm glad that they do one paragraph as one sentence, because that's very professional of them. Hours earlier, Trump had instructed his supporters to march to the Capitol vowing the election was rigged and he would never concede. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Oh, pardon me, that's from January. This traumatic experience, which Nancy Pelosi, who some of the maintenance staff call mama, yes, uh, she's urging her, her staff to go and get mental health treatment after their traumatic experience. Fast forward to today. Pelosi says she would have put up a fight against the Capitol mob. I'm a street fighter. I'm a street fighter. I could have taken them, no problem. There you have it. All right, let's get into this. Now, like I said, I'm I'm a couple of weeks behind on White Boy Summer. I feel like I've caught up now, and it's fucking amazing what I'm about. This is this is so much fun. White Boy Summer is. I think it's fun more than anything else. It really is. There's going to be a discussion about what White Boy Summer is, because there's a lot of confusion out there. And a lot of people are starting to get to the point now, which is why I love these things, these inflection points, right? People are starting to get this to this point now where through no fault of the meathead in charge, that being Chet through no fault of his own, this has now become like concerning for people. Minister of Fun underscore Kimmy tipped five dollars. Thank you. Hello, Boo Guy. Hello, Boo Let's guy. take a moment to show proper respect for Daunty Wright, who's run in with the lady cop and did a bit differently than this. Okay. She pretend, boy, I'm telling you My butt with a big black stick I said, sit, what's up, now suck my dick Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, the classics never die Fantastic stuff there And by the way, uh, why censored? Minister, it's going to have to be You're going to have to follow this ridiculous 
um, you know, URL in the chat, but do your best anyway. Uh, Thursday night, you got the Kimmy Show. Don't forget to count the Kimmy Show. Thursday night, you got the Kimmy Show. Thursday night, why censored? Back streaming again. So give her a follow in the chat. Uh, Minister of Fun Kimmy, ladies and gentlemen. Back Thursday night. I don't, what time? I don't know. What she's doing? I don't know. But she's going to be streaming, so should be fun. Check it out. Yes. So, where were we? Okay, now, White Boy Summer, ladies and gentlemen. This is very important. Now... <laughs> So there's gonna, you're about to witness a lot of discussion about what White Boy Summer is. Um, I'm a couple, I was a couple of weeks behind. I, like I said in the intro, uh, tip of that to the ROTC guys and Nightwave, who have covered this, right? Uh, because I, I didn't know. Like two weeks later, I've been, I haven't been able to watch any shows because of my own schedule and shit, and it's all just a little bit at the moment. It's a little bit in flux at the moment, so I'm behind on everything, you know. And um, that's where I found out about it like a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, oh, White Boy Summer, this sounds like fun. So since then now I've been on a kick, a White Boy Summer kick, and I've been investigating it. And it's getting to that point now where it's starting to become, one of our favorite words on this show, ladies and gentlemen, it's starting to become problematic for people. <laughs> so there are people, now they don't know how to approach the problematic nature of White Boy Summer, but it's starting to become a problem for a lot of people. So it, it's so much, now this is the fun part. This is where we get to enjoy the fruits of our labor of following these, you know, vapid movements on the internet. Show purgatory, Frozen Agent. So let's have a look here. Now, if you don't know who Chet Hanks is, if you don't know what White Boy Summer is, don't worry, we're going to fill you in here. We're going to fill in the gaps. So this is Chet Hanks. This is the meathead son of Tom Hanks. Now, I say meathead, I think that's the best way to describe him, but... Um, a lot of people really don't like him. A lot of people love him. A lot of black women really love Chet Hanks, I've discovered, and which I'm going to show you. He's he's a player with the fucking brown sugar, man. The, the black chicks dig Chet Hanks. So whatever he's got, is it's something that black women appreciate, I assume, uh, which is probably why I'll never meet a black woman, <laughs> because it's never going to be... You know, I'm never going to be walking around shirtless with my tats out. You know, that's, that's not the kind of guy I am. But we'll get to all that. So a, a quick little breakdown for Chet Hanks. And like I said, this is this is my theory before we even start. My theory is that he has inadvertently, um, accidentally, through trying to create some kind of asinine PR push to sell merchandise and shit, in an attempt to do that, he has actually created this inflection point where uh, a certain group of very politically minded individuals in our society start having like this internal struggle within themselves to figure out whether they're, whether they're angry at something or not because they don't really know because their principles are very fluid, right? He's inadvertently created an Islam is right about women thing and it's just about to start. Holy shit! <laughs> Ducks Regionist with the Need Guinea. Thank you very much, sir. Very generous of you. White Boy Summer, my racist, homophobe, redneck, Trump tard motherfuckers. Well, he addresses it. It's not about Trump. You'll see. Thank, Thank you for coming. coming. I'll see you now. So let's kick it off. Here's uh, Chet Hanks. If you haven't seen this yet, and if you're not, um, if you haven't seen it on RTC or Nightwave yet, go and watch them anyway. But um, that's where I found out about this. And now, since then, I've been on this kick. So let's have a look. Hey guys, um, look, I just wanted to tap in really quick. Tap I just in. got this feeling. Tap that. in. See, every everything he says is cool, 
right? I'm just going to tap in. He doesn't say, I'm just going to talk about, <laughs> you know. This is what I mean. Like, he's a meathead. And he's he's not offensive to me in any way. See, some people really hate him. They hate him. And I, I find him amusing, you know what I mean? I, f- I find his meatheadisms very likable. I don't know why. And, you know, he's a, he's a douchebag. Yeah, but, you know, he's, he doesn't offend me. He doesn't make me angry, ever. Like, I just find him, you know, quirky and unusual. <laughs> because he's just such a meathead. That's brilliant. So, hang on. Just going to tap in, guys. Um, that this summer Chewing is, gum. Uh... And chewing gum while he talks as well. There are so many things that you can pick up from somebody. If you're if you're good at sizing people up very quickly, you know, and pretty, you know, there are so many vibes that you're getting from Chet Hanks in the first five seconds of this clip. He says, "Hey guys, just wanted to tap in while he's popping chewing gum." You know, it's just we already know the kind of dude he is. And again, I'm not I'm not against him. He's he's just a fucking douchebag meathead. <laughs> It's about to be a white boy summer. It's white boy summer. You know, take it's it fantastic. how you want. I'm not talking about like Trump, uh, you know, NASCAR type white. Um. See, no Trump, no NASCAR. So if you if you think that this is about Trumpism and NASCARisms and all of the other isms, it's not. White boy summer is something else. And like I said, there's a big discussion right now. There's an argument because people don't really know what white boy summer is. You know, there's not like a specific, there's rules and regulations to White Boy Summer, which we're about to see, but there's no specific like mission statement, right? It's just, it's a thing. And now this thing, which is nobody really knows what it is, is starting to make other people in the media very concerned. They're starting to shift uneasily. They, they're now starting to, to find this problematic, if you, under, if you catch my drift. <laughs> I just got a feeling it's going to be a White Boy Summer. You know, take it how you want. I'm not talking about like Trump, uh, you know, NASCAR type yeah. white. I'm talking about, you know, you know, me, me, um, John B, John B, Jack Harlow. See, see, if you've got a, I, I don't know who any of these people are. I assume they're other like either famous or semi-famous individuals. But I don't know who John B is. I don't know who Jack Harlow is. I don't know who they are. But I didn't know who fucking Chet Hanks was. You know, a week ago. So the the circle of life continues, of course. Um, but if you're going to be like a meathead, if you if you're going to be a meathead douchebag, you got to have a posse. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm out here with my boys. Gonna be hooking up with the boys tonight. We got John B, Johnny Harlow, motherfuckers. We out. We coming out there. We hitting it, motherfucker. You know, like you've got to have a posse with you. Guys who stand behind you and like do hand movements and shit at the camera. And talk over the top of you, but in the background, so that like you'll one guy is talking, and then other people are like kind of you know, yeah, fucker, yeah, that's right, motherfucker, you know, backing you up, right? Your homies back you up. It's all about your homies. Chet Chet Hanks is a guy. He's a meathead douchebag who's all about his homies, right? If that makes sense. But again, I don't dislike him. I think he's I think he's pretty funny. So <laughs> it's just who he is. He would he would say like he would say I'm fucking. Uh, derelict white trash or something and I'd still go yeah fair enough whatever <laughs> why not I'm we- I'm wearing track pants right now track pants with two different kinds of socks on how about that two different socks got one white ankle sock and one black work sock on right now and it's a pair of sweatpants 
Zaid be right. <laughs> All right, let's carry on. Type white boy summer, you know what I mean? Let me know yeah. if you guys uh, can vibe with that. I can and, vibe uh, with it. I can definitely vibe with get it. Get ready, you know? Get ready. Get ready for the white boy summer. A lot of people are making some very uh, concerning predictions about, uh, you know, what's to come. They're talking about riots and stuff. We'll get in, into the riots later on in the show. But they're talking about the riots and they're talking about, you know, court cases and, oh, it's all going to be terrible. And here's this guy. No, no, it's actually going to be good. Trust me, it's a fucking positive thing. White boy summer is a thing, you know? <laughs> I am. Oh, wow, wow, wow. And now here he is. Woke up this morning. Now, if you listen, woke up this morning with a bad hangover and my penis was missing again. This happens all the time. It's detachable. Detachable penis. So the guy, I saw my penis sitting on a blanket next to a broken toaster. The guy wanted 20 bucks for it, but I argued him down to 17. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, you're too young. Uh, so Chet Hanks, ladies and gentlemen. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see. He's walking down the street. Uh, first of all, like, so we were popping gum in the first part. We use the term we're going to tap in in order to talk to our followers on Instagram. Now, he's walking down a street with shirt off and hat backwards and... Um, AirPods in his ears, right? So, like, this is what I'm saying. He's a meathead douchebag, um, but I don't hate him. But my general rule is, like, I think anybody who wears a... Sh anybody, any guy who goes shirtless outside of, let's like, very specific things, like, say, the gym, the beach, um, I don't know. I'll accept basketball court. Like, you can go shirtless on a basketball court. That's no problem. Uh, outside of those three things, let's add change room in a clothing store, right? Just to cover off the fucking autists in the audience. Let's add that. So outside of those four things, yeah, the pool, around the pool, that's fine. right? But outside of this general accepted area, I find no reason to be, no, nah, I'm not going to accept roofing. No, <laughs> no, roofing's not in the... No, you can't be shirtless while you're roofing. You can absolutely put it like a thin, cool shirt on when you're outside doing work outside. Anybody who has a shirt off who's walking down a street, in my experience, anybody who has a shirt off walking down the street outside of those very specific areas is always a douchebag. Every single time. A fucking douchebag. Because, you know, put a fucking shirt on, mate, honestly. It's, it's the same way I feel about when I see girls who wear bikini tops when they're not in those situations like the pool, the beach, the gym, whatever. If you're just like a girl walking around in a bikini top in a mall somewhere and you're like half an hour from the beach, you're a female fucking douchebag. You're, you're a fuckwit too. You know what I mean? Put a shirt on. <laughs> it's, it's, only, it's only for look at me, look at me, look at me. And that's what makes you a douchebag. Oh, look, I just... I just wanted to, to, you know, drop in and um, buy some milk and bread. And I, I, you know, I'm walking in with my shirt. And the thing is, they'll have their shirt like tucked into the back of their shorts, you know? And so it's right there. Like, it's not like you were in the car and somebody said, oh, fuck, we're just coming home from the beach and I forgot to pick up milk this morning. Can you quickly run into the, to the, um, you know, the gas station and pick up a, a pint of milk and then fucking get, let, let's go. You know, it's not one of those situations. Because they have their shirt tucked into the back of their pants. 
walking around like fuck yeah look at it's it's look at me look at me look at me so that that's what makes you a douchebag and and i mean look he's he's a meathead douchebag but again a very entertaining one so so we know what we know now at this point white boy summer is a thing we don't really know what it is yet <laughs> he's just announced that it's going to be white boy summer it feels like white boy summer right but he hasn't kind of outlined or specified what that actually specifically means. It's just, it's just, I guess at this point it's a concept and later on we'll bring the writers in and we'll nut out the script, okay? But before we even get to like finding out what White Boy Summer actually is, um, there are some rules and regulations that we need to observe, okay? Because as you know, like it wouldn't be a White Boy Summer, you know, think about White Boys. White Boys are gonna have rules. They're going to have rules. First rule, no black people, obviously. <laughs> Second rule, no Latinos. And third rule, no white person who complains about there not being any black people or Latinos. Get rid of them too. <laughs> Obvious, obviously. No. So there are rules to white boy summer. There are regulations to white boy summer. And we need to cover it. Because you need to be on board with what's going on here. I am. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Woke up this morning. Internet gone mud. Gone again. mud. Sheesh. Um, but <laughs> just want to drop a few uh, rules and regs. Drop a few rules and regs. White boy summer. Okay, rule number one uh, to all my white boys out there no plaid shirts. Okay? Can't be looking like Can't a table table out here, boys. Uh, you know what I'm Plaid shirts are really the stomping ground, I think, of like the northern part of the United States. I don't know where he's walking around, but it looks pretty fucking sunny, so maybe it's. Florida or California, you know. Me as an ignorant foreigner, when I see this kind of like bright blue sky with no clouds, I assume it's probably somewhere like Florida or California, you know. And the palm, uh, I mean the fucking palm trees. It could be Hawaii as well. We'll throw that in there too. But really, why would Chet? Why would a Chad like Chet Hanks ever fucking set foot in Hawaii? <laughs> Motherfucker, the white boy summer is in California. It's not in fucking Hawaii. Not enough white boys over there. <laughs> okay, so we're dropping some rules and regs. Just gonna tap in. What I'm talking about, leave that shits at home. The uh, Vineyard Vines and, yep. you know, Ralph Lauren or whatever the fuck. Leave that shit at home. Does, uh, does, does, does Ralph Lauren make fucking plaid shirts now? They've really slipped, haven't they? <laughs> in there. I, I thought Ralph Lauren was like one of the big ones. Isn't he also like a fragrance guy? You've got to be pretty, got to be pretty famous to do a fragrance. You might have a fragrance and not be famous, but not that anybody would put it in a bottle and sell it for forty-five bucks a pop, you know. So you got to be pretty famous to have a, fra a fragrance. Famous for fragrance, Ralph Lauren and like no plaid shirts. That Ralph Lauren shit, really? Wow, that's two hundred dollar fucking plaid shirt. <laughs> $4,000 to look like a cheap lumberjack. Chet Hanks. <laughs> tea, a white tea. You know what I mean? White tea. Keep oh, now see. Uh, rule number two. When I saw this, this is when I realized that I was actually born for white boy summer. Because remember before how I said, like, I, I think I was born in the wrong era. That being, I should have been like a young man in like 1958 and have hot dogs and fucking, you know, hot rods and my best girl and you know, rock and roll and leather jackets and shit, that would have been sweet as. 
but that wasn't the case. But then when I heard this, I realized, actually, I am here for a reason. There is a God and there is a divine plan for me because check out one of the rules and regs for White Boy Summer. Ralph Lauren or whatever the fuck. Leave that shit at home. Yeah. Uh, just put on a black tea, a white tea. Yeah. Just put on a black tea or a white tea. All I own is black t-shirts. I'm not even joking. I'm wearing one right now. I have like 10 black t-shirts. <laughs> Nobody ever buys me clothes because they know there's no way I'm ever going to wear it. I buy cheap black shirts and, you know, cargo pants and I spend the least of, I've spent less money on clothes than anybody you've ever known in your entire life because I just think it's dumb. I don't care about fashion and, you know, obviously like I've got a couple of suits like so I can look, I can dress up if I have to. You know, I've got a couple of suits. Um, I can I can do smart casual. I can do jeans and a dress shirt. Of course I can. But, you know, I don't, those, those events where I need to dress in such a fashion, they occur. I'm 38 years old now. They don't happen very often. <laughs> I might be like four times a year that I have to dress up. The rest of the time, I can fucking wear whatever I want. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere fancy. I'm not trying to impress anybody. Who gives a fuck? So, you know, it's like, you know, baggy um, pants and black t-shirts all, all, all the way. So I'm fucking born for white boy summer. I'm made for white boy summer. I'm here, like, you know, in this moment for a reason. This whole time, I never knew, but now it's clear. You know what I mean? Keep it simple. Uh, rule number simple. two. Yep. No sperry topsiders. That's <laughs> not the kind of white boys we're talking about. I don't even, I don't even, uh, I, I don't even know what a sperry topsider is. But I know it's not to be, I know it's not to be a part of White Boy Summer. <laughs> I know if, if you're, uh, if you're in some way are or wielding a Sperry topside or whatever it might be, I know that you're not invited. <laughs> so I'm glad I don't know what it is. <laughs> Mattingly, get rid of those sideburns. <laughs> I'm glad I don't know what it is, unless I show up with one, <laughs> which I would be mortified if that were the case. You know, I show up to, like, the, the guarded... I assume White Boy Summer's going to be guarded. We can't just let the riffraff in. So if I show up to White Boy Summer and I'm I'm carrying with me a... a what is it? A Larry Topsider or something? I, <laughs> I can't even remember what the fuck it is. Boys, we're talking about, dog, okay? Uh, get yourself some Vans, some... Okay, he's talking about shoes. That's not the kind of white boys we're talking about, dog, okay? Uh, I mean, keep it simple. Uh, rule number two. No Sperry Topsiders. No Sperry Topsiders. I don't know. It's nine in the city And I'm on my way back home Humming on my favourite ditty Swinging like Natalie Cole But then out of the blue Who strolls down the boulevard But fucking some might lead that's not the kind of white boys we're no, talking about no. dog. what kind of white boys are we uh, talking about get yourself some vans some some jordans i'm not I've, I've been called a white boy by a woman of color before i was um i was playing pool and drinking at this really terrible fucking bar 
in like the inner west of Sydney, like filthy fucking place, mate. Uh, you you could see you could see the you could see like the dust on the bar and the dirt on the floor. It was a fucking dank pit because it was in like a very like industrial area where people just work it walk in like with their filthy work boots. Everybody, it, it's all men in the bar. Everybody fucking stinks, you know, because it's like three, four to four in the afternoon in like a where people are getting off their warehouse jobs and factory jobs and concreting jobs. It was that kind of a place. Great pub. <laughs> Great place. <laughs> but absolutely fucking filthy. <laughs> Very little trouble there, believe it or not. Very little trouble. So it was in a place like that, and I don't know, I'd, I'd stayed far too long. I, I used to drink way more when I was younger. I think I was like 21 or something knocked off with the guys I was working with and were like, yeah, let's go have a fucking couple of beers before we go home. And I stayed, I don't know, it was like way too long. I was there, and I was supposed to be there for an hour. I ended up staying like five or six hours. I ended up playing pool with some Kiwi, uh, you know, like Maoris. And one of their sisters, like their sister was there and she was this fucking, she was huge, right? She was lovely, don't get me wrong. She was great fun and a great laugh and could banter like nobody else. Um, but she was fucking huge, man. She's a Maori, you know? She, fucking huge girl. <laughs> and, like, you know, she did something in pool where she fucking cheated or something. Like, she knocked a ball closer to the hole or something. I said, hey, you can't fucking do that. That's fucking cheating, mate. What are you doing? And she's like, ah, oh, shut the fuck up, white boy. <laughs> white boy? You're fucking New Zealander. What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, great night. I don't even remember how I got home. Uh, where are we? Oh, so that's that's not a white boy summer story. Let's get back on track here. I, my apologies. Not really a sneakerhead, but you know, feel it out. Okay, so it is shoes. Oh, uh, and uh, there'll be more rules coming. Oh yeah, yeah. No calling girls smoke shows. Okay, <laughs> okay? that that term is uh, smoke show. It's played out. Dude. I haven't heard that since you the nineties. Just see a hot chick and be like, "Dude, you see that fucking dude? It's fucking smoke show, dude. Fucking smoke, dude." Okay, smoke it's show. over with. Oh yeah, and anything salmon colored. Yes, yes. Wardrobe. Yes. Burn it. Yes. I fucking love it. Yes. I've been saying for. I've been saying since I was a young guy. I've been saying since I was twenty-one. That the guys who walk around in tight pink fucking shirts are the worst, man. The worst. You see them, like, standing out the front of the club, smoking a cigarette, and they're wearing, like, the, the jean shorts and the tight pink shirts. They are fucking, oh, they are the worst human beings on earth. All of them. Every single one of them. Salmon, salmon coloured shirts need to fucking go. They are a disgrace. You should be ashamed of yourself for wearing that shit. <laughs> and it's they're, they're always the same fucking douchebags. If if you own like a t if you're a guy and you go to the club and you wear like tight pink fucking shirt and like jean shorts with the with the tight pink shirt tucked into the jean shorts. Oh, if you're one of those fucking fags, you you you've got problems. You really do. Every the the whole rest of society are laughing at you. You know, the 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 trans disabled woman of color is laughing at you. She's like, "Fuck, at least I'm not him. <laughs> at least I don't at least I don't go around looking like that fucking idiot." <laughs> you know what I mean? You are you are the scum of society in every way, shape, or form. <laughs> so I can't agree more with this meathead douchebag about salmon fashion. It has to go. It's just got to go. 
<laughs> so he's right. Burn that shit. Don't ever Burn wear that, that again. Shit. Okay? The bottom line here, gentlemen, is yep. it's time for us to evolve. Okay? Period. It's time for us to, you know, go, go from a Pikachu to a Raichu. I don't, I don't even understand that reference at all. <laughs> I know I know, Pikachu is a Pokemon, but evolution in... Uh, whatever. I'll have to take his word for it. Now, see, again, we've run overtime, and I told you we wouldn't get to everything. I haven't even got to the main part of this. That was all just background. That was all just background for what I'm about to show you about White Boy Summer, and you're not going to fucking believe where white, this White Boy Summer rabbit hole goes. I'm, I'm fully invested in this. This is one of the best things I've ever fucking seen, and I'm going to show you why right after this quick five-minute commercial break. I'm going to visit the little boys' room. When we return, we'll carry on with White Boy Summer, and I do have some Riot stuff to show you. Like I said, it's a big fucking show tonight, so... Uh, stick around. See you in five. You're on the Wednesday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast season. The Iceman, Sunday night, 10 30, standard Eastern time, on Twitch, Twitter, Periscope, and Facebook. America is a divided country. Corrupt politicians bought and paid for by hypersized corporate conglomerates on one side and emotionally manipulated mindless automatons pushing you into their arms on the other. But what if I told you there was another choice? That we could end all of this in an instant. I'm Major Tom, and I want to be your president. My comprehensive Nuke America Now campaign is proven, bipartisan, and effective. Unlike all those other people offering you false platitudes about change and togetherness, I make you only one simple campaign promise. If elected, after a week-long rager to celebrate the greatest country ever known, I'll turn America's entire nuclear arsenal in on itself, and we'll make sure America goes out on top and on our own terms. The time to pretend that this country is fixable is over. It's time to elect a leader that understands our situation. So remember, vote MT2024, and let's finally give this joke the punchline it deserves. Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-will Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. 
That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, Y-Censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee evening, some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Can't be old movies and old cartoons. We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. This all right, around this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie puppet tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie puppet tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie puppet tonight. Ah, coming back. Second part of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Lonely Chef with three diamonds back to back to back. The three, Pete. No comment. Thank you very much, Lonely Chef. Very generous of you. Thank you for joining us. Second half of the program, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get straight back into it. We do not have time to waste tonight. I have to have to get back to where we need to be right here. Covering, getting to getting to this. Now we're getting to like the spicy part of White Boy Summer, ladies and gentlemen. So you know. The concept, uh, you know the the rules, you know some of the rules and regs about White Boy Summer. Let's find out a little more. Now, this uh, White Boy Summer initiative, this White Boy Summer drive has managed to, and this is how you know it's big, it's managed to find its way all the way to Entertainment Tonight, Canadian version, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. 
Now, these are apparently the hosts of Entertainment Tonight Canada. I, I, I don't even I don't even know if there's an Entertainment Tonight Australia. I don't. Maybe there is. I, I think that we just get the American one. It's like, no, why why would we do why would we do Entertainment Tonight Australia? There really there's nothing entertaining at all going on here. So let's just let's just steal the American one and use that instead. Frozen Asian, like a Picasso painting coming to life. That's a beautiful, very poetic there from Frozen Asian. By the way, dlive.tv slash Sunday Night Shit Show if you want to follow the Frozo. Very fun show. Uh, I think the replay is probably still up or is it three days? I don't know. Go and check it out anyway. Follow it anyway. Uh, so this is this is the team from Entertainment Tonight Canada. Uh, very professional looking here. We're doing on the right. We we have a a man who is you know. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's, and this again is one of the reasons why I wish I was alive in the 1950s. He's either gay or a, or a mechanic in the 1950s. You see, you see how the modern day gay man has been able to usurp the manly image of the young punk in the 1950s, the Armin Tamzarians of us, amongst us, you know what I mean? <laughs> see, see how they've been able to uh, take over this identity to, you know, more or less inhabit it, like some kind of, uh, you know, something, like something from an alien movie where it's driven deep inside you and next thing you know, <laughs> they've taken over. A, a Jim N-word, probably with the correct answer, a gay mechanic. Now we're talking. But did you know, though, I don't know, Jim, you might not be aware of this. Um, it's actually offensive to hire, to, to hire a straight actor, uh, actor who isn't a mechanic to play a gay mechanic. I don't know if you know this or not. We have to actually find ourselves a gay mechanic to play this role. Just to be safe. So, anyway. Uh, Entertainment Tonight Canada. So, the gay mechanic from the 1950s alien space movie is doing this live stream. He's on Entertainment Tonight. Uh, he's wearing a very plain, looks, it could possibly be like a $50 shirt um, in front of, I guess this is the best angle from his shitty apartment. And you can tell it's a shitty apartment because his view is another block of shitty apartments. Right. You can just see through the, through the curtains there. Uh, I used to work removals when I was younger, like before my body fucking gave out and I had multiple back injuries and shit um I can't I can still work pretty hard but I just can't lift fucking um you know heavy cabinets and and walk them down flights of stairs in apartment buildings when the elevator's not working and shit anymore but I used to be able to do that stuff but I I'd moved plenty of people in and out of um these fucking hellish uh high-rise apartment buildings and every time when you can see another apartment building like just across the way it's a shitty apartment building because that means like the developer just cared more about the developer wanted as many people living in that in that area as they could possibly fucking squeeze in you know it's about maximizing profit you are part of the maximization of profit in the development industry the developmental lobbies you know have the ear of the politicians and stuff you're part of that machine you're feeding that beast just so you know because it's always the people who live in these high-rise apartments who think they are doing the best thing for the environment and whatnot. It's actually these high concentrations of populations that destroy the environment. People who live like in a rural lifestyle are actually far better to the environment than any of you assholes could ever imagine dream to be. Because their livelihoods depend on it, but 
Anyway, I'm getting a little bit croaky here. I'm still getting over this. Pardon me. Okay, so let's get to it. Entertainment Tonight Canada talking about Chet Hanks' white boy summer. Tom Hanks' son, Chet Hanks, was back <laughs> trending again this weekend after his declaration about how he sees the summer of 2021 playing out. Hey guys, um, I love that. I love. I, really quick. I, I love that they're covering feeling, this. Um, that this summer is uh, it's about to be a white boy summer. You know, take it how you want. I'm not talking <laughs> take about take it like, how you Trump, want, baby. Uh, you know, NASCAR type white. I'm no. talking about you know, you know, me and me, John B, um, John B, Jack Harlow type white boy summer. You know I mean? about Jack. You guys uh, can vibe with that. And, I can vibe uh, with it. Get ready, you know, because I am. I am ready for White Boy Summer. Now, now the uh, black female host of Entertainment Tonight Canada is, is, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see, she's laughing but covering her face in a fashion that would suggest that she's embarrassed. She thinks it's unprofessional to be laughing, if that makes sense. Like, she's, she's laughing in a mocking fashion. She's laughing in the way like if you have a very small penis and you meet up with you hook up with a girl in a nightclub or whatever and you know you you go back to one of your apartments and then she takes your pants off if she did this to you here what this this woman is doing now about this story I'll just put it up on the big screen if if she did that when she saw your penis that would be mocking the size of your penis That's not like I'm I'm nervous and I can't wait to have sex no no that's mocking like that's <laughs> <laughs> that's the expression that she's giving after hearing about white boy summer so clearly like though you know let's be fair here and i don't want to sound crass i really don't but um she's an african-american woman so why would she enjoy white boy summer you know why would she possibly enjoy white boy summer but then ladies and gentlemen i saw this comment in the youtube comments because I, I i tend to have a quick little scan through i don't spend too much time because it's like Twitter, there's, you know, it's a lot of shit. Um, but there is somebody here who absolutely nails it. Uh, it, it. It's the top comment. Oh, no, it's not the top comment. It's the second to top comment for whatever, for some reason. I don't know why. The top comment is Chet Hanks looks like Florida if it was a person. That's got 70 likes. But the next top comment, which has 280 likes, is for the folks who don't get the joke. Chet has a daughter with a black woman, and John B., who he named, is a white R&B singer who's been married to a black woman for years. He's pretty much implying that this is the summer about white boys who like black women. Again, I'm not against it. Definitely not against it. You know, like it's not a thing for me, but I'm not. I'm, I'm against you know. Whoever, whoever gets, whoever you know, boils your coffee. You know, whoever gets that going for you, whatever. I don't care. You have sex with whoever you want, man. It's how awesome it is. It's white boy summer, and I think I think that person's probably right, <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. But nobody really knows. That's the beautiful part about white boy summer. So let's carry on with the with the play here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so look at the reaction to this was pretty fun. So one person wrote, okay. "I physically cannot imagine Chet Hanks and Tom Hanks talking to each other." Uh, they, they uh, when shows like this decide to, they they use Twitter a lot. They reference Twitter a lot, but they 
they rarely actually just read verbatim tweets that they get sent. But because all of these like organizations, like especially in the entertainment industry, like just say entertainment time, there is no way that they would ever read any of the good comments on their show. It's, it's always any show that puts tweets on the screen that's like in the corporate media and like part of, you know, like they're on a network or a cable station or whatever. Any any team of producers or what have you that does this fucking gag where they put like the tweets up, they're never picking the really good ones. They're always going to ignore them because they can't. They're not allowed. They'll probably laugh at them in private and never, ever put it up on the screen. Yeah, and people wonder why these shows don't get like the same patronage that they used to. It's because of that. Because people, if they even if they don't know that, they can sense the ingenuity, not the ingenuity, they can sense the the lack of genuine quality about it. You know what I mean? They can sense that about what you're presenting to them. They know that these are not the good tweets. The good tweets would have a lot more fucking swearing in it, and you know, like <laughs> it would just be more raw, more natural, more everyday, normal person. But anyway, let's skip ahead here. Because they they literally just read tweets for a little while. But what I want to show you here is now where uh, we have, and I hope he is gay because if he's not, then, you know, we might have created a problem for him. I mean, I'm not saying he's not a good-looking man, obviously. Very handsome man. So, (laughs) but if he's not gay, then, I don't know, might get out there. Sorry, sorry. Didn't didn't mean to bring you out of the closet, man. I thought everybody... You haven't told your mother yet. How can you have not told your mother yet? Oh, my God. Fuck, bro. I'm so sorry, man. Fuck. Um, So this is what I want to get to because this is where it starts becoming problematic for these people. Fool. Nelson says get rid of the gum. Uh, get yes, rid of the, the gum. phrase white boy okay. summer terrifies me i don't know what to, i don't want to hear uh that jennifer says i love chad he's so funny why doesn't someone give him a reality tv show oh god i hope not Bullsh- oh my- Bullsh- bullshit you hope not <laughs> you cannot lie to me ambiguous man you cannot ambi man oh i hope he doesn't get a reality show i hope not <laughs> please you would be tonguing for that reality show. You would. You would be. You would be following that reality show's Twitter account. You would be. You would be writing column after column of gossip about that reality show. Who is Chet Hanks talking to? Who is this girl in this shot? Does he like coffee? You know. Does he hate coffee? Is coffee part of White Boy Summer? I don't know. You would be all over that shit, man. Don't lie to us. They always lie. God, he is really funny. Like he's got a good mm-hmm. sense of humor. I he do is. think he's toying the line. Like he's Ooh. dipping the toe right. in oh. cancel culture at the rate he's going. Oh. Before he was doing that, Jamaican. Oh, do you hear that shit? <laughs> do you hear that, mate? You're you're dipping your toe into cancel. You're pushing the line. You're pushing it, white man. <laughs> <laughs> Because what has he actually said? He, he 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 even explicit, and this is what I'm talking about. This is what's so good about this story and what we're about to see more of, trust me. Look, I might not, I might not even get to riots tonight. We might have to do riots on Friday. <laughs> we'll, we'll delay. Can you please stop rioting until Friday so I don't have to add any more to the shit I have already to do on the show? So just hold off on the riots till Friday, then we'll cover it again. Um, 
this is what I'm telling you about this white boy summer. He's created this fucking inflection point now where it's people are going to start tearing themselves apart. He, he, he hasn't. He explicitly came out and said it's not a Trump thing. It's not about Trump and NASCAR. It's not that kind of white boy summer. It's white boy summer where don't call girls a smoke show. That shit is played out. Uh, don't wear a plaid shirt. Just a plain black shirt or a plain white tee. No salmon fashion either. Burn it. <laughs> That's, this is what we know. White boy summer is this at this point. And it's, it's making these people very uncomfortable because for whatever reason, he's now already, he's already, according to Entertainment Tonight in Canada, he's already like dancing on the line of becoming racist. <laughs> Fucking meathead douchebag. <laughs> See, this, I, I'm telling you, my theory is, right, that this was, this was intended to be at the very beginning from Chet Hanks. This is my opinion. This was intended to be like a very cynical um, PR kind of thing, like a Kardashian style, like invent a phrase and put it on Instagram and hope that it spreads, right? I, I, think because he is a meathead douchebag there was no really like consideration outside of that like so we when we want to sell some merchandise you know we want to raise our our social media profile so let's come up with something that's what i think it was but now <laughs> because he's you know semi-famous or at least the son of a famous person and he, you know, because he is the way he is. Now, all of these little auxiliary little media outlets and stuff, they start paying attention to it and it becomes a, it becomes a problem for them. It's, but they're now creating the, the, you know, the new space in order to perpetuate the idea in the fucking first place. It's just a, it's just a beautiful, um, you know, it, it's like if a brother and a sister were forced to have a baby together and something came out and it wasn't that ugly, that's what this is. Just like two awful things creating this beautiful thing. And people don't appreciate how beautiful it is. We're, we're the slave maid working in the master's quarters who's now forced to look after this little mongoloid baby. And we love it. And it loves us. <laughs> but, the, but the rest of them are trying to figure out whether it's wrong or not to hate the baby. You know? <laughs> I'm telling you, this is fucking amazing. Let's carry on. Make an accent. Now he's saying it's white boy summer. It's I white just boy summer. appreciate the fact that he was like, you know, like me... John B, Jack Harlow, like people love the black community loves John B. I don't even know who the John B. He, the black community loves John B. I don't even know who John B is. He even knows who John B is or made exactly. that reference is hilarious because I love me some John yeah. B. Um, but I mean, he's just being funny. I think he's really he just wants. I feel like he just wants a black girlfriend, low key. I feel like low key, he's like, I want black girls to see <laughs> me. I feel like that's what he's doing. Like he's trying to like be down or something. I don't know, but um, he's funny. He's funny right okay. now. This is still fun. Right. I, I would still say, ca you know, caution, young man. Oh, caution, because you caution, caution, young man. Uh, the the host of the host of Entertainment Tonight Canada, who you know looks like she's doing this live shoot from the waiting room of a wedding dress fitting place, right? You know where chicks go to buy their wedding dresses? You know, all the stores look the same. It's all just white everywhere. The flowers are white. The vases are white. The lounges are white. Everything's white. It's all white, all white, all white. 
and they look like these they they look like um, hospitals in the 1920s you know with like the decorations and stuff but it's still very sterile and uninspiring so this is where these the women go to get their wedding dresses right and it, it looks like she works as like the receptionist at a fucking wedding dress fitting place what is this fucking backdrop here but now she's going to say, like, she's cautioning now Chet Hanks, this man. She's cautioning, she's cautioning this man about what's cool or not. Like, I mean, how how delusional can you possibly be? I mean, look, we've, we're shirtless. We've got the tattoos. The big, we call them tough stickers here. He's got a lot of tough stickers on his chest. Uh, he's got the hat backwards. He's got the, you know, the manicured beard with the ear pods. I mean, this is white boy summer. This is white boy Summer. What the fuck does she know? She's not a white boy. Now, she has a white boy as a co-host. So maybe he'll come through. Maybe he'll understand what white boy Summer is all about. So let's have a look. It's yeah. starting to get a little ooh, scary. <laughs> yeah, <thank you. laughs> I'm trying not to laugh because... Try not to laugh because the voices are that good today. But <laughs> get a little scary. Get... This, 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 this is, this is like modern um, cultural discussion today. This is what culture is today. It's this. It's this comment. You know, caution, young man. Caution, because you're yeah. starting to get a little. Oh, scary. That's that's what society is today. Society is caution, young man, because you're starting to get a little scary. <laughs> Any way you want to apply that, whether it's um, you know, you might you might believe that feminists have taken over cultural arteries and are starting to you know steer the culture in a certain way. You might believe that, then that line applies. You know, you might believe that toxic masculinity is the cause of all the world's problems that line also applies caution young man you're getting a little scary just delivered in a different way <laughs> but the words themselves apply equally to everyone so, very a lot of wisdom here on entertainment tonight canada they're very they're obviously very deep individuals yeah just and, and going deep is also part of white boy summer I don't know, you know, we're definitely going deep in white boy summer preferably with some black women says every family has one you can interpret that as as you want yeah like i think chet is is trolling people a little bit like that's why he does the stuff but yeah he's really he's coming real close to that line like any day he's going to step over that line and really say something ridiculous or, or racist but yeah he See how they see how like they're the cultural pressure of their profession forces them to take a highly aggressive position from the outset. Right? See, this is the true like nature of tolerance as we understand it. It's to be hyper aggressive and hyper focused and hyper aware and stamp out anything potentially quote unquote problematic in the future. That's what tolerance means. It means, you know, all all he's done is come up with some fucking, like, meathead douchebag PR campaign. 
That's all he's done. And he's actively said that it's not, you know, he's even gone so far as to denounce Trump in the naming of White Boy Summer. It's not about Trump or NASCAR. Fuck that shit, you know? That's how far he's gone to appease them, but it doesn't matter. Because just by saying White Boy Summer, just by saying those words, it's now like to this to this guy who's like in his cheap apartment, to him, he's already like halfway, he's almost racist because he said that. It's just, it's amazing. It's so much fun to see these people do this time after time after time. It's the best. So, <laughs> so now this is where the story gets, this is, this is the after dark stuff here, what I'm about to show you. Now, if you have, if you're watching this with your young young children or whatever, I would I would sincerely urge that you pop pop them off to bed, you know, uh, make short work of them, whatever you got to do, you know, put a bit of whiskey in the milk bottle, whatever 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 trick you need to pull. I sincerely suggest that you do that at this point before we go into this next part of the program, and you know, just look after them, tuck their little heads in, and then come back, and you can check it out later. Because now we're investigating White Boy Summer, and I was looking for videos of White Boy Summer, but I couldn't find any videos of White Boy Summer. There was only like, there, there was a lot of videos on YouTube actually of White Boy Summer of people doing podcasts talking about White Boy Summer. But most, ironically, I know, I know, obviously, but um, <laughs> most of them were from like people who were saying how offensive it is and stuff, which I found very funny. I just scanned through a few of them. Well, like, well, this is good. So I couldn't find any like raw data on White Boy Summer though. And then I realized, yeah, I find I figured it out. That's right. Douchebags use Instagram. So I, I knew where to go. Instagram is not a place that I inhabit. I don't know the culture of the place. I don't really know what the point of it is. And so like that's how boomer I am on Instagram. It's by the time I, you know, I, by the time I got used to Twitter, Instagram was already raging and I'm like, uh, I just figured this one out. I'm not changing, you know, I'm not getting another one. So I went to Instagram and I fucking found this guy. Now this, this is a treasure trove here. And this is what I'm telling you. I'm fucking white boy summer is the best thing that I've seen for a long time. And people don't understand why yet, because this is going to be one of those things where people fucking tear themselves apart. They don't know whether it's racist or not. And them talking about it is going to, that's the gold. That, that's the energy in between positive and negative. All of that disruption and chaos, right? We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to fly through the quantum meter, um, asteroid field to get through this. Boulders just appearing in, in space. At any minute you could slam into one. This is the shit, my man. <laughs> Frozen Asian in the chat. Instagram is not my crowd. That's probably why uh, Frozen Asian and myself get along. It's because we both consider ourselves not to be in the Instagram crowd. <laughs> so now, where shall we start here? Let's start with this one because I thought this one was fun. This is this one's about the homies. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Now, God, I wish I could full screen this shit though. Why can't I full screen in Instagram? <laughs> Hey, 
Now, I need to, I, there has to be a way. I'm, I'm sure there should be like options to like full screen a clip or something. Come on, Instagram. See, this is why Instagram's fucking shitty. This is why I don't know it. I can't pause. I can't re, I can't rewind. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's going to be very difficult to get through this, but first of all, okay. So there are things you need to notice. Now the chap directly now Chet waits for like the camera to be on and rolling. And then he like starts with his move, like a step to the left, step to the right, like pumping the fists and stuff. Like, like he's doing a little dance. Uh, he of course has the customary ladies and gentlemen. And this was even a thing when I was younger. Um, having the band of the underwear above the shorts, but just the band. Right. That's a very white boy thing to do. Uh, the black guys seem to have like a lot of um, baggy boxer short hanging out the back of their jeans, but the white boys just have the band. So you can see the name of the, the, the homosexual man who designed your underwear on top of your pants. So you can like, I think in the animal kingdom, they call that presenting. So you would be presenting to the potential mates in the area. Like, this is how much money I have. Look at the name of this gay guy on my underwear. Look at that. Huh? Isn't that impressive? Like, these were $80. This was an $80 pair of jocks. However, you know, it's, it's very hot out here. Nobody else is shirtless, though, by the way. Um, incidentally, the, the <laughs> there are three people that I can identify their tops behind Chet in this little freeze frame here. One of whom is a like a larger individual who's just wearing a shirt. That's fine. Uh, but he's probably got some nat you know, natural warmth that occurs uh, with that when you're carrying that kind of a weight. Now, next to him is a skinny guy. The skinny guy is wearing like a, a like a cardigan. And next to him, there's a guy who's wearing a hoodie. And Chet is the only one in this shot who doesn't have his shirt on. He's the only one. Remember what I told you about people being douchebags who, if they're wearing, if they're going shirtless in a place where they ought not go shirtless, they always look like douchebags. All of them. Every single one of them. So, so this is, this is White Boy Summer. So this is just a little update for White Boy Summer. Got it? Yeah. Hey, man, say, man, we out here at Venice Beach, We out here, baby. This is homies from the Bay. I just ran into it. Homies from the Bay. We got the whole mob out It's all about the homie. It's all love, baby. Everywhere. North Coast, SoCal, don't even matter, baby. It's all love, SoCal, baby. It's all love. It's all love. White Boy Summer's looking good to me, man. I'm liking White Boy Summer. And then, of course, you got to pop your mask on because you're a rebel. Young man, it's all love, baby. Hey, man. Now, <laughs> so it's all love, obviously, for White Boy Summer. Um, here's a little love for White Boy Summer that you might enjoy. A little bit of White Boy Summer for you. And again, uh, here on the Daily Boogie, I must stress, here on the Daily Boogie, we absolutely support wholeheartedly uh, White Boy Summer. We think White Boy Summer is amazing. Definitely doubt for White Boy Summer. <laughs> now, the beautiful part about this is, again, in, the very, in a very short space of time now, you're going to see this conversation about White Boy Summer. Like, he will come out and apologize at some point. Okay, this is my prediction. He will. An apology for Chet Hanks is just around the corner because his father will call him 
and then like the father's publisher will call him and then an executive uh, will call him and then his manager will call him because he's a, he's a working actor, you know. So his manager will call him and say, Chet, look, we've got to do something about this. We've got to come out on the front foot. We've got to stop this before it takes off. Just, I want you to make make sure that everybody knows that you, you know, denounce White Boy Summer and it's a bad idea, right? <laughs> Sinister Charlie, Chet would never. <laughs> I could be, I, I could be wrong. If he, if he never apologizes for White Boy Summer, then I will fall in love with him. I'm just telling you. Because again, I, I don't hate this guy. He's just a meathead douchebag. But I, I kind of like him because he's nice. He's, he's just a funny, he's just a funny meathead fucking douchebag who's inadvertently created this cultural fucking, uh, this new cultural trench warfare situation. He has no idea. He's, he's not even aware of what's happening outside of this realm, outside of his universe. For him, it's all about, you know, rubbing your dick on twerking black girls at roof parties. That's what he's doing. And, you know, the Entertainment Tonight reporters of Canada, they're tearing themselves up in knots already about whether or not we should call this racist. <laughs> you know? This is the beautiful part about living in this modern world. It's ridiculous. Let's carry on. Yeah! Now, if you thought it couldn't get any better, okay. So, White Boy Summer, <laughs> White Boy Summer, we're, we're getting rid of the salmon fashion, which I'm 100% on board with. We're getting rid of the plaid, like, lumberjack shirts, just a plain white shirt, plain black shirt, that'll do. And he's sticking true to his word because that was a plain white shirt, and up just above here, you have a plain black shirt as well. So, he's sticking true. I mean, at least when he puts a shirt on, he sticks to the rules. He didn't say part of White Boy Summer was walking around like a shirtless douchebag when nobody else is shirtless. He didn't point that out, but apparently that's part of it. Um, but anyway, so you've got a little bit of a background now. If you thought that White Boy Summer couldn't get any better, ladies and gentlemen, I'm pleased to report that there is merchandise. We've got White Boy Summer merch, and this is this is so good. This is that bumper sticker moment. This is that moment in the story where you try to... This is the one that's going to get people really upset. Okay. <laughs> Carrier monkey. Thank God. Frozen Asian. Wait, what? Yes. Now, and he also does... Okay. He also does White Boy Summer merchandise promo. Uh, what's... Look, I'm not a big wrestling... I used to like wrestling in like... I'm going to say between the years of 1995 and 1999, I liked wrestling. That's about it. WCW and like a couple of friends that I used to live like in the same street as we would play Nintendo 64 uh, wrestling games on it. And then after that, that was pretty much, that was about it. It was a short, it was a short, you know, sojourn with the wrestling world. But what's the word that you use when they're, you know, they're backstage, right? And it's like, okay, let's stick a mic in his face. <laughs> because, right. And to get like the whole backstory to create, the the conflict with the other wrestler, right? I, I don't know. My mind escapes me. Um, so, so now he's selling this white boy summer merch. Now this is the one that's going to make people think that he's a complete heel. 
This is the one that's going to get people really upset. <laughs> and he... All right, let's have a look. Okay, so he's wearing the White Boy Summer hoodie while he's playing pool. And it's got White Boy Summer. And I just want people to pay special attention to the style of the font of White Boy Summer. If you could just take a look at that. Unfortunately, this is one of those moments where if you're listening to the podcast, you have to say, I can't describe the font. It's one of those ones that you'll have to look at. And as soon as you look at it, you're going to say, hmm, that looks kind of familiar. What does it remind you of in the chat? What do you think it is? Jennifer Briggs in the chat. Uh, hoodies are 75 bucks a pop. Yes, I checked. You know what? 75 bucks. I might get myself a white boy summer fucking hoodie. Just to support the cause. Yes. Carrier monkey. Classic Veermark. <laughs> yes. Old English. No, 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 no. Not with the little... See, with the little lines between the Bs and the Ws, I, that's it's very Germanic with the little like arrowheads on the end of the of the letters, right? Very Angles meet Saxons kind of writing. So, obviously, White Boy Summer. I mean, it's it's very problematic. Hey, Payback, that's some nice merch you got there. Oh, this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The White Boy Summer merch, dude. That shit hard. Yeah. Hey, yeah. check this out. Who's here? <laughs> Oh, you got the shirt too? Yeah. <laughs> I told you. Like he's doing, he's doing like, he's cutting promos, mate. <laughs> Check out the shirt, bro. White boy summer. <laughs> I mean, I would look, obviously I would never wear, I would never wear a shirt with like this big statement on it. <laughs> you know, I just wouldn't ever. I, I try to blend in as much as possible, you know? I don't want to, I don't want to be remembered, <laughs> you know, for walking down the street, either shirtless or with white boy summer written on the back of your shirt. None, none of those. I won't, well, I don't want to be a part of it. Um, he's... <laughs> He has inadvertently, he has through his own, you know, <laughs> as an unintended uh, consequence of his actions, he has created, like I said, this fucking inflection point where people are going to start getting really upset and they won't even know why. <laughs> White boys... The white boy summer merch has dropped, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, dude. What? Check it out, bro. We got, like leggings for girls, everything. Yeah, dude. That's fine. Yeah, I just wanted the people to check it out. You know what I mean? Check What's out, check it. Oh, look, he's got the fucking jean shorts and the pulled-up socks. <laughs> he's he's wearing holy jean shorts, like so they're they're fake worn. You know, remember when girls like 10 years ago started wearing these jeans that were fake worn, you know, like the holes were artificial, the discolorations were artificial. And I think collectively every heterosexual man on planet Earth said, what the fuck is this? 
what is this fucking dumb trend? Like they're charging you more for the, the jeans with the holes in them. Just wear a pair of jeans long enough, you'll get it for free, you know? But he's wearing them now. Now it's a man thing. This is fucking... <laughs> I don't know. If, if I have to wear jeans as though I were a top, um, a roller derby-inspired gay Mardi Gras float, if I have to wear that kind of clothing, I'm not going to be part of White Boy Summer. Well, I, I still want to be a part of White Boy Summer. So if it can be, like, if there are options in the shorts, because in the rules and regs, he talked about the shirts, black shirt or white shirt only, um, no plaid and no salmon fashion. Fair enough. So if I still have a, an option uh, for the shorts, then I'm still going to be a part of White Boy Summer. But if I have to wear, like, the, you know, these, and they're rolled up as well. Oh. Rolling up is just a bit fat trail. They're rolled. They're rolled up to the knee. It's weird. And with the holes above the knee and they're fake worn like girl jeans. If I have to wear them, I'm not going to be part of uh, White Boy Summer at all. But I, I want to be. So let's just hope that, you know, I can choose my own pantaloons. Shorts, though. The jorts are White Boy Summer, dude. Jorts. I, I let the people decide. And, yeah. <laughs> and they said it's good. So, you know. Because he's a man of the people. He said the jorts are part of White Boy Summer, but he didn't say that they're exclusively White Boy Summer, did he? The jorts are part. I can accept the jorts being part of it as long as I don't have to wear the jorts, you know? Like, I, I will accept jorts in my vicinity, but I'm just not putting them on. No way. I'm not wearing that fucking shit. Get out of here. <laughs> so, I'll accept that they're part of White Boy Summer as long as I'm not forced to wear them. The jorts are in. The okay, jorts bet. are in. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Maybe we should make our own. For sure. Some okay, some white boys on my jorts. Yeah. You know, here, just get me in my little pose. All right, all right. One sec. Okay. Get me in my little stands. pose. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a fucking douchebag. Such a douchebag, man. <laughs> <laughs> but he's funny as well. You know, I've, I've been friends with douchebags in the past, like fucking proper, like, jockey, meathead douchebags. They're, and they're good guys, you know. They're just, they're just, the thing, if you're mates with somebody like that, you have to understand they're always flexing, you know. Everything's a flex. Once you understand that, it's just funny. You just laugh at him. You go, fuck off, idiot. <laughs> I know you. I know you pissed your pants in the bed until you were 10 years old. Don't give me this fucking tough guy shit. And they'll laugh. But when, when you're in public with other people, then you have to, they're going to do their thing and you just roll your eyes and go, yeah, yeah, that's Billy. You know, Billy's, Billy's special. <laughs> and then he gets all the pussy, though. <laughs> you don't. You don't get any pussy. You end up sitting at the bar smoking cigarettes, playing cards with 60-year-olds because, like, you're just waiting for your mate to get his fuck on so you can go home. <laughs> All right. Like I said, we're going to have to do the riots on Friday. I've got some fun riots, fun riot stuff for you to check out. Look, this is the problem. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to get an Instagram account. Uh, so we did the White Boy Summer merch. Now, this one is interesting. So we've seen the White Boy Summer hoodie and the White Boy Summer shirt. Now, I'm wondering, did this now... Has has somebody started leaking 
to the Chet Hanks camp. Has somebody got in touch already? Like I said, the publicist or the fucking manager or whoever, the booker, whoever it is, right? The sponsor, the manufacturer. Has somebody got in touch with the Chet Hanks, you know, ensemble, the posse, the the entourage of Chet? Because I'm sure you don't get to talk directly to him. You 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 get answered by you know his his fucking homie. His homie answers the phone. Yeah, what up? <laughs> what up? This is Chet. Is this Chet Hanks? No, no, this is Chet's phone. What up? <laughs> you know, it'd be that oh, soul fucking sucking experience if you call this guy. Imagine calling him up to like say, you know, your phone bill's overdue. Yo, what up? This Chet, this Chet Hanks phone. What up? <laughs> but it's a white guy. It's just be fucking. It's all so. It's so much cringe. I feel like my cheekbones are going to explode out of my cheeks. <laughs> Shards of bone, like a claymore mine, will just fill the room and take out everyone around me. Yeah, what up? Chet Hanks phone. What's happening, homie? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> so I wonder if somebody got through to Chet. Somebody with a bit of pull, with a bit of magnitude, with a bit of gravity about them in the entertainment industry. They got through to Chet and they said, look, we've got to change up the marketing drive for White Boy Summer. White Boy Summer, people are starting to take it out of context. It's becoming a problem now. So then comes this merchandise video, ladies and gentlemen. Let's have a look at this. Yeah, man. Got the Black Queen shirts. Black Queen Summer. <laughs> we got the Black Queen Summer now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I'm trying not to laugh because my, my voice is really fucked up. But I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> Now we're doing Black Queen Summer. It's Black Queen Summer is part of White Boy Summer, man. Like I said, I think this this person who left this comment on YouTube, I think they nailed it. For the folks who don't get the joke, Chet has a daughter with a black woman, and John B., who he named, is a white R&B singer who's been married to a black woman for years. He's pretty much implying that this summer is about white boys who like black women. <laughs> That's what White Boy Summer is. It's about getting black pussy. <laughs> I think, I think that they are 100% right. I think that they are on the money. White Boy Summer, White Boy Summer was intentionally started by Chet Hanks as, you know, this kind of catchphrase for him and his homies to get black pussy. I'm not joking. That's what it is. And now it's become this thing. And people are like, is he a white supremacist now? Like... <laughs> Because we're going to cap tonight's show off with a video. Uh, pardon me, not with a video, with an article, right? But I, I think I want to I see one more video before we get to that. So we'll finish this one. We'll play one more Instagram. You guys can choose the, the Instagram update we get about White Boy Summer from Chet. Because I've only watched these ones that I've showed you, like the last two. So, <laughs> you know. And then I'll show you this article. So. And uh, what I really want to see is I want to see some white boys and some black queens wearing each other's shirts he's it, this is about this is a wily scheme to get black pussy and again like i don't have anything against it fucking white boy summer man <laughs> i'm down i'm down i can vibe with it i can definitely vibe with white boy summer 
Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be good, though. <laughs> but I think I like this one even better, man. I don't know about you, but I'm just going to keep rocking this one. Okay. Tag me. Okay, oh, tag, tag me. <laughs> and it cut off, of course. So, all right. Now, so which one do you want to have a look at here? Let's do it this way. Okay, so we've got... Um, here are the options. Uh, our hero is sitting with two um, Nubian princesses by a pool, I think, wearing like um, Borat-style mankinis. That's one video. Another video, he's got uh, his face is being rubbed into somebody's ass who's twerking. Uh, video number three is uh, he's standing there with what looks to be like a special person who might be a bodybuilder or something. You know, perhaps a disabled person. That might be interesting. Uh, we've got him doing weights as number four. And number five, talking to um, some unknown black dude on a, in a roof to, on a rooftop party smoking a cigarette. So one, two, three, four, or five. What do you want? think the threes have it so we'll have a quick look at three here let's have a look okay we're here with an olympic champion she just showed me how to do some gymnastics now we're gonna do some pull-ups together 60-day challenge right okay. high five come on <laughs> ready okay 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 let's do them together huh okay can you get both of us good idea you ready yeah wait one what an opportunity to show how good you are at doing chin up, uh, chin ups, by the way. Chat. <laughs> Chat. Chat. Hey, hey, do you think we should both do chin ups? Yeah. Okay. All right. Lucky I've got my shirt off. <laughs> All the way up, Charles. All the way up, Chet. Oh, she's beating me. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, he's not, he's not resting his chin on the bar. None of these count. None of these count. He's, he's touching the front of his chin on the bar kind of thing. But it, a chin up isn't completed until your chin goes like on top of the bar. You know, like drop it on top, on top of the bar. That's a chin up. That's why it's called a chin up. It's not called a chin halfway. It's not called a chin pull, right? It's not called a chin rest. It's called a chin up, up over the bar. So he's just kind of like the bar is only coming up like halfway up to his face. I mean, Chet, come on. This is not part of white boy summer, man. <laughs> Foggy. A chin up is not a nose up, cunt. <laughs> nose ups. <laughs> I did 50 nose ups. Oh, big deal. Ah. Uh... There you go. Okay, so there you go. That's all part of White Boy Summer. Now, I saw this earlier today, this headline, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. Uh, from Awa Madawi, who's a writer for The Guardian. Chet Hanks keeps calling for a White Boy Summer, 
and he really needs to stop. <laughs> it's problematic, you see. Now, I went looking for this article, but I couldn't find it because apparently somebody has maybe changed the headline. Oh. Because oh. this is the headline now. Why are people talking about Chet Hanks and his white boy summer? Why are they talking about it? Listen to this. In a clumsy attempt to create a new trend, the son of Tom Hanks has created a range of merchandise and laid out his rules and regs, but no one actually knows what it means. <laughs> see, this is, but this is why, see, sweetheart, um, Ms. Madawi, this is why you're not part of White Boy Summer. Because, like, you know, if you, if you think, if, if it needs to be explained to you, then I'm sorry, you're already you're already not part of it. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have to explain White Boy Summer to you. It's just it's it's a thing. Right? It's just a thing, man. Go go along with the ride. Just enjoy the fucking ride. I mean, look at this look at this fucking killer merch here. You know what I mean? Like, how can you how can you have this opinion? Let's play one more video here about White Boy Summer. Let's have a look. Black Queen Summer shirt on. I swear to God, man, as soon as you get a bag, these bitches want to This is a historic moment. Yeah. It's white boy summer officially right now. This is the beginning. I swear to God, this is real. That's 90k cash, baby. We're doing a chat walk. All white boy summer. Licking bio right now. Let's get this shit. White boy summer. Got your favorite Go watch Instagram, that shit right now. Link in bio. Oh, yeah. It's white boy summer, baby. Right now. Let's get it. I think we should do that again. I think we should do that again. I I didn't watch that before. Oh, boy. Um, I wish I had of now. I probably would have played this clip at the start of the show instead of the end. We're running out of time here. We're going to wrap it up here in a couple of minutes. Uh, get out of the way of everybody's favorite lover of French women. He's got a song now too, yeah. Oh shit, I wish I had have done this at the start of the show. Damn it. God, FOMO. <laughs> Hashtag FOMO. Um, <laughs> let's do this one more time. I'm speechless. This is this is beautiful. This is perfect. Yeah. I swear to God, man, as soon as you get a bag, these bitches want to This is a historic from. moment. Yeah. It's white boy summer officially right now. This Turn is the beginning. The so I had to make it monumental. Sick beat, bro. Sick beat, bro. I love this. Now, so we've got the black shirt and the black shorts, which I'm a fan of. They're not jorts, okay? So there is range in the white boy summer bottoms selection. Now, we're also wearing the pulled up black socks, but also... Uh, I don't know what you guys call those shoes. We call them masseurs here. Masseurs. <laughs> they, I mean, they're like flip-flops, but not in between the toe. It's just the strap over the foot. So <laughs> this is this is all part of White Boy Summer. And there are um, two uh, black ladies sitting on like a park bench behind him in bikinis. Okay. And he does push-ups <laughs> over the money. 90K, apparently, that he pulled out of this bag and dropped on the floor. This is White Boy Summer. He's wearing his Black Queen Summer shirt, though, and he's wearing a pink bandana 
tied up around his neck in like a, a little bit of a shout out to the queer eye for the straight guy movement, I assume, because you can be uh, pink. You know, it's like the pussy hat reference, right? Hey, we love women here. We love our feminism and shit. I'm going to fuck this black hoe all night long. You know? Like we are all in favor of empowerment. I can't wait to get fucking... I can't wait to get up to my nuts in black guts later tonight. Man. Let's fucking do it. Let's do this. I'm gonna have that. I'm gonna have that brown sugar taste on my tongue all night. I'm gonna. It's gonna run down my fucking chin. Because we're all about feminism here. <laughs> Minister of Fun, give me in the chat. Why does he get to wear a pink bandana? Because it's white boy summer. Is that salmon? Very good question. Actually, yes, you're both. You're both very. You've got a very good point there. He did say no salmon. Is he going to have to be excommunicated from his own religion now? Because white boy summer is now a religion. He may have to be, you know, kicked out of this thing. If we want to preserve what white boy summer is really about, which is getting laid with black queens, then we may have to kick out Chet Hanks, the founder of white boy summer, because he's breaking the rules. He's breaking the rules. Is this is this a test, sir? <laughs> is this a test? Like he walks up to you with the pink bandana tied on tied up around his neck and you're like you're the second in charge of White Boy Summer. And he walks up to you and says, "Do you see anything wrong with this?" And you look at him in the eyes and say, "Is this a test, sir?" And he's like, "Do you see and do do you think I'm breaking any of the fucking rules about White Boy Summer, homie?" And you're like, I don't know if I can, am I allowed to say, is this a test? Just tell me what you think. And then you'll tell him about the salmon bandana tied around his neck. But then he'll, he would have forgotten about the rules that he said about no salmon, but he'll reward you because firing you for pointing out the rules would be the wrong play. So he'll give you a promotion within the group. You'll become the head of black queens or the, or the, the queen of black head or whatever it is. And um, <laughs> you'll go on to do great things. Uh, let's check out another white boy summer. Rude boy, it's a white boy summer. Huh? Bad gal, white dandada. Rude boy, it's a white boy summer. It's the White Boy Summer. This is fucking... I love White Boy Summer. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. All right, let's let let's let this play. Let's give this a chance. Rude boy, it's a white boy summer. Bad gal, white dandada. Rude boy, it's a white boy summer. Tatiana's all out by the cabana. Rolling marijuana and they all from Guyana. Rude boy, it's a white boy... There's bowls of weed. And no matter one what why is he why is he doing that accent when he raps? Boy. We come all the way from Guyana. He's a big bowl of marijuana. He's <laughs> a white boy summer. <laughs> Lowly chef, this is so bad, it's excellent. <laughs> 
boy summer uh, boom, boom. Bad girl, white dandada White dandada Alright Alright Let's wrap it up here Why are people talking about Chet Hanks' white boy summer? Okay Nobody has the foggiest idea what he meant so Hanks has helpfully been dishing out the rules and regs for White Boy Summer. There's no calling girls smoke shows, apparently, and guys should stop getting drunk and sweaty and getting in people's personal space with booze breath. Bottom line here, gentlemen, it's time for us to evolve, okay? Hanks said. It's time for us to go from Pikachu to Raichu. I can see why a journalist at The Guardian would have a problem with this. Like, this is how, this is how stunted... Um, people in the press are now. This is how, you know, like I said, they not only have their head up their ass, right? They have their head up their ass, but they've also come out the front of their sexual organ to wrap around their pelvis and shove their head into their ass once again. You know, they've, they've doubled through the sticking your head up your ass situation. And by the end of the year, they may come out their dick hole or their vagina for a third time and come back around into their ass once more. That's my prediction. So, all of the things that you would regularly read in The Guardian, you know, about how attitudes need to change, how toxic masculinity needs to change, how men need to evolve, he's basically just... Re this Again, this is why it's so fucking beautiful. He's basically just now spitting out their own talking points, but he's doing it whilst being shirtless with tattoos, dancing with black chicks, getting fucking twerked on, rubbing his dick on black women. And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, baby, white boy summer, motherfucker, white boy summer. And he's doing like bad hip hop. He's got merchandise written in like Veermarked text, which says white boy summer. But he's saying all the things that they would normally appreciate. I bet they just don't know <laughs> it's because of all the other stuff they they have to now pretend like they hate it <laughs> which is just bizarre and wonderful and makes me smile this gets this gets me out of bed in the morning listen to this first here there was hot girl summer and then there was christian girl autumn now we've been cursed with white boy summer cursed this author thinks they've been cursed with white boy summer if you found that sentence completely incompre uh, incomprehensible, then allow me to congratulate you on being a member of the exclusive, quote, brain not yet completely broken by the internet club. See how this, this person who's basically a glorified blogger is boasting about how they don't know something. Like, that's, that's becoming like a flex. Well, I don't know about this, so clearly I'm right. <laughs> if I tell you I don't know about something, I don't make any assumptions. I'm just like, I don't know this person. I've never heard of this person. I don't know who they are. I don't know what they do. You know, I'm, I'm honest like that. And then say, I don't know what they do, therefore I'm smarter. <laughs> but this is the arrogance, you see. And this is why, darling sweetheart, Awa Madawi, this is why you're not going to be a part of White Boy Summer. It's not up to me, it's the rules, the regs. Those of us not in that club immediately know that Hot Girl Summer was a 2019 meme started by the rapper Megan The Stallion about having a carefree summer. We're, we're starting to figure it out. This was followed by a Christian girl, Autumn, a meme poking fun at basic women. Meme-based seasons were cancelled during the pandemic when days blurred into one another and time ceased to have any meaning. <laughs> Fucking dramatic bitch, isn't she? 
<laughs> See, for her, time ceased to have any meaning. For us, time means we're on the verge of white boy summer. She doesn't get it. Chet Hanks, the 30-year-old son of Hollywood actor Tom, is clumsily trying to revive the trend. I just got this feeling, man. It's about to be a white boy summer. She says clumsily. She's She doesn't even understand what an own this is. She says he's trying to clumsily revive the brand. You are fucking writing about it in your column. Wow. See, that's the power of white boy summer. Well, white boy summer power level is maximum because he is now getting people to write about why it's problematic, right? He's getting people to write about why it can, he's getting entertainment tonight in Canada to talk about how, oh, we don't know if this is racist or not. Yet at the same time, they're kind of like, Haha, this is just a dumb thing. <laughs> he's completely Kardashian them. He's a genius. It's time to guess, uh, for us to go from Pikachu to Raichu. I don't know what that means, but apparently evolving Hank style involves avoiding plaid shirts or anything salmon colored. Instead, you should wear clothes from his white boy summer merchandise collection. <laughs> These rather awkwardly have been criticized for using a gothic style font. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, they are that predictable. Yes, they are that simple. Yes, they are that basic. <laughs> that sentence again. Instead, you should wear clothes from his White Boy Summer merchandise collection. These, rather awkwardly, have been criticised for utilising a gothic-style font that many on social media are saying is close to one white supremacists are fond of. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Here we are at the birth of another outrage campaign, ladies and gentlemen, and I couldn't be happier. The last paragraph here. After four years of Donald Trump, because you've got to get your Trump reference in. <laughs> After four years of Donald Trump emboldening white supremacists, I don't think now is the time to be calling for a white boy summer. <laughs> Says Awa Madawi, not a white boy. She's not a white boy, but she thinks that you shouldn't be allowed to have white boy summer because you're a white boy. You want white boy summer. Now's not a good time. Sorry, white boys. Sorry, white boys. Um, journalist woman of colour is here to tell you what you can and can't do. Okay? <laughs> After four years of Donald Trump emboldening white supremacists, I don't think now is the time to be calling for a white boy summer. However, I can heartily endorse a hot boy summer. I think it's important in the name of equality that men get a season of their own to strut their stuff particularly as lockdown has apparently got men experimenting with micro shorts and skirts. Let those legs be free, boys. In the meantime, I'm going to enjoy my cranky woman spree. There you go. The truth. The reality. The push to end white boy summer. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, that ends our program for tonight. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you to everyone who contributed tonight on DLive and on Streamlabs. And I'll just check this as well. Oh, and Minister of Fun Kimmy bought me a beer. Thank you very much, Minister of Fun. Skull this, you cunt. I'll do just that. Thank you very much. Very generous of you. 
Uh, thank you for joining us. I'll be back on Friday night with another edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Don't forget to follow our friends, Rational Times, Coffee Talk, Sandra, everybody's favourite lover of French Women Merch. Tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, winning TV. Uh, and Kimmy Show, you got the Kimmy Show? Don't forget about the Kimmy Show. Kimmy, put the time that you're going to stream in the chat. Follow Minister of Fun Kimmy. She's going to be back streaming tomorrow. Um, who else have we got? Uh, Joy Fessy, Major Tom, Ice, The Rice Man, double four, double three, Chimani as well, and anyone else I may have forgotten. Uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, stay calm, stay rational, God bless, enjoy White Boy Summer, and we'll see you soon. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.